Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Welcome back to Hachzeik. We are up to Shear 98. In Perak Yutas, the Messiah Sharm continues talking about Kovit Shabbos. Therefore, the Chachamim Harishonim, the original Chachamim brought in the Gemara, uh, would be busy then with, them, with preparing for Shabbos each person according to their way. Even though they were great Tamil Chachamim, but they understood the importance of honoring Shabbos in their unique way. Atakta Dishina, who was very wealthy, he would sit on Arab Shabbos on a platform made out of uh, ivory, made out of the, the tusk of an elephant. And at, that's like a beautiful air, a beautiful um, platform made out of ivory. And he would blow the fire, he would stoke the flames in the oven or in the heating fireplace, the Kavit Shabbos. He, did this, he didn't do this any other time during the week, only right before Shabbos in order to make sure Shabbos was warm. And he did it in a Kavadiga fashion. Rav Safra Machakresha. Rav Safra would um, skin the heads of animals uh, himself, even though he could have asked his somebody's child or somebody in their house or his wife to do it. He wanted to have the opportunity to Kavit Shabbos himself. Rava Malch Shibuta. Rava would salt fish, the Kavit Shabbos, himself. Rav Huna Madak Shrug, Rav Huna would, would light the candles. In, in, in the old days before electricity, you had to go around the house and light candles before Shabbos. Rav Papa Gadol Pesilta, Rav Papa would weave the wicks for the nearest of Shabbos, and the fibers, and he would make wicks out of them, out of the fibers to make for, for, for Shabbos candles. Rav Chista Param Silk, Rav Chista would chop up um, leek or beets, Rabbi Rabbi Yosef Matz Metzalchu Tzivei. Rabbi Rabbi Yosef would chop the wood in the Kavit Shabbos to make sure that they have enough wood to that the the fire burns all Shabbos. So they would chop the wood themselves, which is a very hard, very difficult task. Rabbi Zerim Metzatis Tzatose. They would light, make sure that they would kindle the fire uh, themselves. Rabbi Nachman Mechatev Ayel Mechatev Enoch. Nachman would put things on his shoulder and carry them from place to place in the house. Um, different chairs and tables to set up the house just right, Lakava Chavez. And um, he could have asked slaves to do it, servants to do it, and he wanted to do it himself. Amr, he, he said to himself, Ilum and Li Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Asi. If the great Rabbi Ami Rabbi Asi would come as a guest from a house for Shabbos, Mila Mikatef, no, Kamaya would definitely pick up things heavy tables and chairs in order to arrange the house for them. Wouldn't I do it for them? Of course I would do it to them. So Kavachomer, I have to do this L'Kavit Shabbos. You see the Hekesh of Reb Nachman, how he compared it to a guest. We learn from that. He was thinking what he would do. If really the most honorable person would visit you, what would you do? And that same thing, he would do for Shabbos. So he would use his imagination to know what if somebody would, uh, I don't know, the President of the United States or the Rosh Hashiva would come visit me. Um, how, what, how would I set up? How would I like my house to look? So surely I should do like that for Lakavit Shabbos. And this is something that is uh, very practical for us to think about, that we can all be Lakavit Shabbos in, in a unique way that fits us 
and makes Shabbos honored by us. Um, and so we imagine Shabbos is like a guest. So how do I act on Shabbos? How do I speak on Shabbos? You have a different heart when it comes to Shabbos. The, the way you talk should be different on Shabbos. Chavetz Chaim was, um, would be very careful uh, what he says on Shabbos. The Zoyer says that just like a, there's an Isra on saying things that are not allowed to be said, Dvar Masurim, so too there's a demand on people to make sure you say nice things if you can't say them. So, so too to talk about the Gedul of Shabbos and talk a certain way on Shabbos. So, um, Kovach Shabbos is something we can take home. Um, and to do it, Besimcha, Ba'ava, until you're able to do it yourself, Chabed as Hashem, yourself. Let's continue the Messiah's Sharim. A person always has to be smart with Yira, the Yira of Hashem. To figure things out and to be creative. Uh, creativity is a big part of what is Hashem. What can I do that makes me honor Shabbos more than before? What's a covet Shabbos that I can think about that fits me? So what kind of clothing should I set aside for Shabbos? What kind of, it should be different, the Gemara says. The way I talk should be different. What I, I think should be different. And the more you do the Kavit Shabbos, the more you can feel Kedusha Shabbos. If you prepare for Shabbos, then the Kedusha Shabbos is felt more. And it, it, and everybody, feel, that's why some people feel Shabbos differently than others, because how much preparation, how much thought about Shabbos went in. The more thought, the more Hargosha of the Kedusha Shabbos is possible. The more we anticipate Shabbos, the more Hargosha Shabbos is possible. And there are some people that don't sit at the head of the table during the week, only Shabbos, to make themselves feel different. They don't wear certain clothing, obviously, and, and that the way we act has a direct impact on how we feel. And that feeling is directed towards Kavit Shabbos. Um, let's continue. So the creativity is to do nachas ruach, l'cholad rochem she'efsher, l'haraz hayos, makirim godlu remuso leinu asher kein komash yisachas lo yeh nichpad alim kovr godlu. Even though other people don't see it, there are some people who have special Shabbos tzitzis that nobody sees, but they know, they feel different. Kevichu yisbarach v'tuvah godlu in kol shifu seinu. Hashem, in his greatness, even though we're so low, he wants in his humility to give us kavod for that for that kavod Shabbos. To give over his kedusha according to how much we're mechabed Shabbos. That's how much kedusha he gives us. At least we should honor and we should see the value the beauty of that they have. Because the way we act has a direct impact on how we feel. So again, Bidera Klal, Klal Yisrael acts differently on Shabbos. We wear different clothing. We set the table differently. The table should be differently. We have a different table that we eat on in Shabbos, some people. Um, obviously, we don't do malacha. Not only the malachas we stay away from, but the way we honor the, the house is different. We have different uh, tablecloths. Uh, the different foods, different foods are prepared, and 
that the, the reward for this will be lenetzach v'tzachim from this from Shabbos until forever. We'll see how every little pu'ula that we do the Kabbat Shabbos will be eternal. The it's an amazing story that Udan here brings that Reb Nissim Yagein told him Zatzal told him about an Avrech, a younger man that uh, was a mashkiach, a kashrus mashkiach in a uh, in a um, a certain place, a certain community. He was a mashkiach in the like a hostel, like a hostel in a certain community. And he always tried, this Avrich always tried constantly in, in, this, in this community to, to make sure there's Minchan Meirv, the Minyan, make sure there's a Minyan for Minchan Meirv. And this was very difficult because most of the community members were not religious. So one day, it was almost it was close to Shkia, and it was only nine Jews in the Minyan. So uh, a young man walks by and... Uh, this Avrech called to him and said, listen, uh, do you want to be Mashal Maminyan? I need a 10th man. And the, the, the young guy walking by said, I'm prepared, but um, uh, I don't know what that means, being Mashal Maminyan. What does that mean? What's a minion? So the Avrech said, don't worry, you just have to sit in the shul. You're a Jew. I just, we just need you. And while we pray, we just need you to be there. And he said, okay, no problem. So he goes up the steps. As he's walking up the steps to the shul, uh, a tenth guy who's a from guy comes. So the Avrech said to that that um, that yid that that's not religious. Uh, we don't need you anymore. You can move on. You can keep on walking on your way. So he started walking. He walked away. As time went on, that yid eventually died, and he comes to the Avrech in a dream, and he says to him, "Do you remember me?" And uh, the Avrech says, "Yeah," in his dream. I called you to be Mashal Minion one time. I remember that. So the Nifter said to him, do you remember that uh, that I had to go and you didn't mean, need me anymore and you, you told me I can go? And the Avrich said, yeah, I remember. So the Nifter said, you should know, because I was masking to come to be Mashal Minion, even though I didn't do it, even though I didn't end up doing the Minion, I just I was masking, I started walking towards the shul, I had tremendous schar and shemaim. And not only that, they gave me permission to come to you in this dream and to ask for you from you. You should go to my children and tell them that they should say Kaddish for me. Wow. So Rabbi Yagin said the story to Don to say how powerful every tiny mitzvah, even a mitzvah in Machshava is in the next world. And it's the Netzach Mitzvah. Let's just finish. Let's continue in the Messiah Sharm. Messira, Shazos Yira Mitash, Yira Saromos. Real Yira. Is Yiras Haromus, being having Yira of the highness of Hashem. Shazacharno. Shabbat Tolia Kodam Skarval Chibu Ava. Shamosha Echtov Obisad Shmash Enke Yiras Onesh Ene Ikaris. The main thing is not being scared of 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 Onesh, of punishment. That's not the, that's not real Yira. The Ain Malas Amidas Elohim Shachas Amen. All these Malas Amidas don't come from fear. They come from awe of the Romus of Hashem. So again, love of Hashem doesn't come doesn't come from being scared of punishment. It comes from an awe of how great Hashem is and He wants a relationship with me. Um, uh, you may ask a question, so why is it so much tsaris and problems that we see? How come it's not so much Yerushalayim? 
And the answer, one answer is because people consider things coincidence. People don't realize that everything is, everything is orchestrated. And that's really what the Pasuk says. You just think things are, that's where the punishments come. When people think things are happenstance. That's the reason why bad things happen, the Pasuk says, because people think things are coincidence. And then Hashem says, I will act with you like, like it looks like a coincidence. And uh, so that, this comes from the media, this comes from newspapers, where people, looks like everything just happens. When we hear this again and again, it has a direct impact on our hearts, and we forget about Hashkach Pratis. And there's a Pasuk that says, Hashem doesn't slumber, He doesn't sleep. Why does the Pasuk have to say that? Do we think Hashem sleeps? Another question is, Bishosha, I mean, the, the, the Medrash says when Hashem created Adam Rishon, the Malachi Asharis made a mistake at one point and they thought he was Hashem. And they started saying, Kadosh to Adam. What did Hashem do? Hashem made Adam fall asleep. So they should realize that he's not Hashem because Hashem doesn't sleep. So the sleep is the opposite of Hashem. So what is the Pasuk teaching us? The explanation is, of course Hashem doesn't sleep, but the sh- it's important for us to know the Shomer Yisrael doesn't sleep. The Hanhaga of Shomer Yisrael never stops for a second. Hashem is totally protecting us every second of every day, every microsecond of every day. There's no stop to it. There's no interruption. There's no slumber. Human beings fall asleep. Hashem doesn't. And that's why enemies can't destroy us. Hashem is constantly on guard. There's no vacation. There's no time off. Yisrael. This is uh, why it's really, really important to understand that even though we do miss this and we do tire, but one thing that's most important is remember Hashem is protecting us every second. And when we think that way, Hashem shows us how He protects us every second. So let's continue. But now it's Indian Shabbos. One more paragraph. Let's go back to Shabbos. In the Omer of Anan, Lovish Gunda, or Anan used to wear. Um, a nice garment for Shabbos. He wore a black garment. I guess he didn't wear black during the week. But Shabbos, oh, sorry, he wore a black garment on Friday, which is not so nice. It's black. When he wears nice clothing on Shabbos, it should be a contrast. Friday is black, but Shabbos is nice, maybe white or light color. It's not just the preparation that's covered. Eder, the contrast is part of covered. Friday is very different than Shabbos. That's why people, some people don't eat on Friday. They eat very little and then to eat a lot on Shabbos. Or the or to some people, um, Dafka, Thursday night, don't take a shower. So Friday they feel a little bit dirty and then Shabbos, right before Shabbos, they take it. So the contrast, some people eat simple foods on Friday and then Shabbos, they eat more luxurious foods. So the contrast is very important. So this is not Iker Adin. You're allowed to wear regular clothes on Friday. But this is Midas Chasidus. Chasidus is to do go the extra mile to wear black on Friday in order that big day Shabbos should be extra nice. We can't have a suit on Arab Shabbos. And that also shows the contrast. Thank you for listening. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily share, please visit hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.